Welcome to the show. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. This is how I go. This is how I go. And it's about to grow. 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 Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show. I gotta let you know. I gotta let you know. It's a hundred at the door. It's a hundred at the door. It's a hundred at the door. No seats on the floor. Hey, welcome to the show. Now you know I gotta spaz out. Everybody know this Raylan North style. On the beat I go. Has Been's podcast episode four seven not four seven six seven. You feel me? Yeah. Episode sixty seven. We back in the building, man. Special special episode this week. What's today, uh, man? February twenty second is Monday, February twenty second. Wild Card Sports Has Been's podcast is your boy Cam Will back in the building. Got the best stat man in the game, Mike Reddick, and we got a Mike just. Mike just we just lost him. He exactly. just he just shimmied his way out the camera. You back? Okay. All right. Yeah. Man. You're doing too much over there. That's what the camera telling you. Um, <laughs> but we got a special guest in the building, man. We gonna get to it in a second, but we gotta do our moment of silence. We gotta we gotta make sure everybody do what we need them to do, man. So what we need you to follow us. We need you to tap in. So moment of silence to our social media. Moment of silence to our podcast network. And moment of silence to all the products we got coming out. So make sure you go in, tap in Wildcard Sports, Has Been's podcast for all your, you know, sports media, culture media, man. Needs we got them coming, man. Tap in Wildcard Sports Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Has Been's podcast, same thing. And go to YouTube, subscribe to Wildcard TV. Let's get a moment of silence for our social media. Let's get it, man. We got us. We got a a real special guest in the building, man. We go way back, man. My dog, man. I met my boy back in 08, man, at Tuskegee University. Yeah, you wildin' yes, over sir. there. Tuskegee University, the greatest HBCU on the nation, man. In the nation, mm-hmm. not on the nation. Uh, Mother Tuskegee, man. He started off as a football player. We're gonna talk about this, man. He started off his journey, as far as I knew. I met him as a football player. Right now, man, he he's a professional boxer with a with a record of four and zero. We done lost TJ. Four and zero. He back. Where we at? Four and zero. We got three knockouts, and we got a decision. Am I correct? Yeah. Three knockouts and a decision. Four and zero. We got a fight this weekend. February 27, 2021, man, against Brandell Graham, man, right here in Atlanta, man. My boy, TJ, well, I'm going to call him, let me do it the right way, Trayvon, TJ <laughs> Gutter Lawson, man. What's good, bro? What's good with you? Man, nothing much. Thank you man. for having me on your show. Oh, no doubt, bro. Appreciate you coming on, man. You straight out of you straight out of training, man. You sitting in the car straight out of training, like you said, you out in the country getting it in on your Rocky Bow bullshit, man. So I appreciate <laughs> you taking the time out, man. This fight week, bro. You could be doing anything in the world and you right here with me. So I appreciate that. You know what I mean? So we're gonna jump straight to it. Um, let me hold on, let me get back in my notes, man. I'm in my bag right now. Hold on. So we're gonna start first. Let's start. Let's let's start with with your journey, bro. Because I met you 08, Tuskegee University. You was a football player, man. If I'm not mistaken, you was a safety, right? Yeah. And, and safe. yeah, and we talked, you know. So I found out you was from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Went to Central High School. I don't I don't forget shit like that. You and J Five, <laughs> man. Central High School. You you Tuscaloosa bred, Tuscaloosa made, man. So that's where you came from. We leave school. And I look on the internet, my boy knocking motherfuckers out in the amateur <laughs> ranks. He down there putting it to him, and it and I'm it didn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> this might have been the craziest person in Young Hall freshman year, and he didn't bother nobody, but everybody knew not to bother TJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so while while gassing you up over here, take us take us. Take us back, because I met you in 08, but take us back all the way to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where you got started, and talk us up to how you got to even getting into boxing, man. 
Man, like, you know, I was born in New York. Okay. I moved to Tuscaloosa when I was three. Mm-hmm. So uh, my mom probably, my, my mom and my grandma raised me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was hard growing up, you know? We had to, we struggling, you know what I'm saying? My mama had to work two jobs, uh, 70, 73, 3D11, you know? And she used to have me at my grandma's house when, when we got out of school. So uh, every night she used to pick me up at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, you know what I'm saying? And all I can remember is like, uh, me sleep on her shoulder, you know, you know how you sleep as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're picking you up, putting you in a car, take you out the car, take you in the house. And, uh, you know, my grand, my mama, she was, um, she was in an abusive relationship. Uh, you know, some stuff I didn't, uh, endure, I didn't seen. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's been a hard, it's been hard. You know what I'm saying? I had a, Rough childhood, bro. I had a rough upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, I witnessed my mom murdered when I was 11 years old. Mm. Um, Sorry to hear that, brother. I definitely yeah, didn't know that one. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's what made me stronger, you know. Uh, everything I do, I do for her. Mm-hmm. So uh, I played football, you know, trying to trying to get out that dark space. You know, I tried to find different outlets. Right. Uh so I found my my grandma had me playing the piano. So I, uh, but you know, as a as a boy, yeah, you really want to do that, do that. You know what I'm saying? You want to be physical. So, right. You know, we used That's to always play football. Else doing. It was good. Right. Straight up, we, we used to be playing <laughs> tackle football. You know what I'm saying? No shoulder pads in the hood. Just throw them uh, up, bust them up, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I already know it. <laughs> and um, so I, I I started playing football, and that was like my outlet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I was always like the smallest. I was always the smallest on the field. But everybody used to say, "Man, you you the smallest, but man, you got a lot of heart, man." You know. Uh, then going into high school, I started all four years at free safety. At first, I had I was at linebacker. Man, I'm five. I'm five five. 115-pound playing linebacker, man. That tell you where the yeah. heart at, though. <laughs> man, that tell, tell you for real. For sure. 5'5", five, five, 115. Real, <laughs> Meet me in the man. end cap. Man. And, you know, uh, they moved me to free safety, and I started all four years. So, mm-hmm. and I was, like, coming out of high school, I was top 100 players in the state of Alabama. Mm. You know, uh, then went to Tuskegee, and the rest is history. Okay. And you leave Tuskegee, what happens? I'm sure we all, because me, I went, I left Tuskegee, and I get on the, let's get a job, let's figure out a career trajectory. And it just, like, you know, I was looking around one day and, like, hold on, this ain't it. What was yeah. that? Did you have a this ain't it moment that led you to boxing, or was it just like a, did you walk in the gym one day, working out, you know, Put some hands on some gloves, and next thing you know, it progressed to that. No, I wouldn't say that. It was like you know, like I said, I always tried to find an outlet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like somebody told me about boxing when I was still at Tuskegee, so I was trying to do boxing and play football at the same time and get in grad school. Man, that shit was rough, man. Mm-hmm. So I had to let go of boxing. Uh, I had you know, I was playing football and trying to get into grad school, and once I graduated. And what you uh, major in at Tuskegee? Let everybody know what you major in. Uh, I major in occupational therapy. Look at this guy. So Look at this. I got guy. a master. <laughs> I have a master's in occupational therapy, but I'm still I'm still having trouble with my boy design. You know, so uh, we're gonna get that out of the way, though. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we gonna, we gonna get that. We're gonna pray that to get knocked out, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But so, like, uh, me graduating, me studying for my boy design. You know, I'm trying to find, I walk into a gym and I put the gloves on. It was like something like, dun, 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 like, you know. <laughs> this, <laughs> just, yeah. like, a, like a superhero calling. Yeah, yeah. for real, man. Because like, I was always a fighter and I never knew like boxing was it, you know. Like I knew I would like everybody used to say, man, you going to make it in football. You going to make it in football, man. It don't matter how small you is, man. You. Look at all these small players in the NFL, man. You're going to make it. Right. But, you know, everything don't work out the way you 
wanted to work out. But it worked so, out. So better work out. <laughs> but it worked out. Straight up. So you go you walk Straight into up. the gym, you pick up the gloves, it's like it's just that moment you have. So what was the what was the moment where you like, all right, I'm finna go all in on boxing? And let me I guess go ahead and lead you to the next spot because you are thirty one, right? Yep. So you a late bloomer. You know, a lot of you you meet a lot of people that box. They've been either one, most of them been doing it their whole life. Uh, yeah. A lot of them brought up around it. You you know, grow up. You know, golden gloves, all that stuff. They grow up through the through the. I don't even know all the. Yeah. The, the younger divisions, they move up into the amateur division, all that fighting Olympic. You know, trying to get into the Olympics and all that stuff. You didn't do mm-hmm. any of that. Mid twenties, I would say. You know, you you making a transition. You know, as an athlete is is one thing, but you making a transition to a whole new sport, so you learning a whole new muscle memory at at yes. such a late age. Makes it reminds me of another Tuscaloosa native, not, uh, not ugh, Tuscaloosa native, Deontay Wilder, where he picked up mm-hmm. the gloves late. What was it like picking it up late and then trying to, you know, because I'm sure it was kids in the gym, 15, 16, that probably could was giving it to you early, probably right, or at least giving you a lot of trouble. <laughs> You ain't got yeah. to tell us that, but you know. <laughs> but how was that transition, bro? Well, it was, you know, like I said, I, I always had heart. You know, I was, I'm, I'm tough. I always had heart. And I pick up things quick. You know, uh, I'm teachable. I'm coachable. So them, them, those are the pluses that I have on my side. Uh, another plus is, you know, these, like, most of these people have been boxing since they're seven years old. You know, they've been boxing, like, 12, 14, 15 years, you know, so I don't, I don't believe I had a wear and tear on my body like they do, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, a lot of young prospects, they get, they get burnt out, you know what I'm saying? From, cause being in the gym all the time, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know, a lot of prospects get burnt out from, uh, from being in the sport for so long. So I don't have wear and tear on my body. But uh, I started out as an amateur. Um, I made it to the, I was five and, I was six and no, and I made it to the Golden Gloves National Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the National Tournament, man, I'm fighting people with 170 fights. And I, I remember it was one guy that I fought. He, he beat me. He was softball. You know, I didn't really get, have much experience with a softball. And I always remember he said, Man, how many fights you got? I said, man, this is my seven, eight fight. Man, he was like, what? Man, I, I've been my, I've been trying to get here my whole life, man. And I got over a hundred fights. I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So that speaks value on me. I feel, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so, did you experience any? You know, that's a good. You know, that's a you know a, a situation where somebody respects. Like, damn, you know, I'm sure you received a lot of, you know people who wasn't really fucking with you because, you know, like you said, you got seven fights, you competing for Golden Gloves. There's people looking at you like, you know, how the hell you get here? You know, yeah. did you have to deal with a lot of that? I wouldn't say really because, like... You got to get in that ring. At the end of the day, you got to fight. You got to get <laughs> in that <laughs> ring. <laughs> so that's all that matters, you know? Okay. Shoot. And, I like, I was top 10 in the country in USA. I was top 10 in USA boxing. With only seven, well, I had fifteen fights, and I was top ten. So, and top tens don't be uh, don't have sixteen fights. Top tens be having like hundred and fifty fights. And this on and this from the amateur, uh, yeah. the amateur level, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I be seeing, I see cats, and you hear a lot of stories of cats, hundreds, hundreds of fights in the yes. amateur division, like you say, before they even get their first professional spin. So I'm thinking, now I'm thinking about that wear and tear. What was that MMA fighter, Mike, that was like, fuck that, I'm not finna do all this. He just won, beat the shit out of somebody too. He landed like 500 blows in a fight. You know what I'm talking about? No, who was that? I can't think of his name. He just kicked somebody's ass. And then after the fight, he was telling people, you know, to not fight so much. Protect your head. So you kind of got the head start. You didn't take that bludgeoning Cause I'm sure down at that level, everybody trying to kill everybody, and ain't nobody thinking about their health at them levels. Cause everybody trying to get on. 
So you yeah, be right. able to skip that over is dope. Gutter, though, gutter. I need to talk about gutter. Cause see, right. I know you. I called them bloodbath. So you picked <laughs> up gutter. Yeah. What does gutter mean to you? Man, gutter. You know, man. Back in the neighborhood, back in Greenview. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my homeboys used to be like, man, when shit get rough, man, you gotta get gutter, man. So. Y'all there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, they were like, when shit get when shit get rough, man, you gotta get gutter, man. So this when I picked it up, man. So everybody, you know, even on the football team, on the football field, they used to, at Central High School, they used to call me little gutter. You know what I'm saying? Cause they know <laughs> I'm finna come bring that, I'm finna bring that thing. Wow. Every time. <laughs> so it's just this is a mentality. It's yeah, just a mentality. You, you gotta get gutter. And I'm from the gutter, you know what I'm saying? Like. Shoot, so it's, it, it it matches. It, it just makes it, sense. It, it meshes. It was too easy. I, yeah, I th- that's that was what I think thought about it, but I had to make sure because everybody kind of you know words mean different things to everybody. So I definitely wanted to understand where the gutter came from, what it meant to you. And again, it makes sense, man. My boy just come with that pressure, man. So you already know what, what's coming with him. So let's speaking of pressure. Let's see, where do I want to go here? Let's, let, let me take a step back first. Based off of me watching your previous four, your, your four professional fights, you seem to have a style where you're not trying to, obviously the name, everything you done told us up to this, and actually watching you in the ring, you have no intentions of ever going a distance in a fight. Is that true or false? I mean, is at the end of the day, it's boxing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fighter. At, at, at heart, I'm a fighter. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's boxing. If 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 it comes, it comes. I don't try to chase it, you know? Mm-hmm. But if I see openings, I'm going to try to exploit them openings. Okay. But I don't necessarily try to, you know, force it. I just let it come to me. But you would consider yourself a knockout artist. Hey, right hand daily. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and do you think and do you think that a lot of a lot of or do most fighters have that mentality where they trying to end it if they can or is it or do you think there's a lot more fighters out there that are just looking to finish the fight what do you think that split I, is i think i think people just trying to win on points like you know the amateur style is a, a lot of fighters they're raised up on the amateur style so you know get your points get your point boom jab 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 you know, trying to move around, trying not to get, like, hit and not get hit. But I think of my style as more like Manny Pacquiao, you know. Uh, That's my guy. Who, yeah, who, you know, don't care about getting into brawls, you know, but still smart, you know. Yeah. Still smart. And he's still, because and, and, like you said, I like Manny Pacquiao because Manny, I think, gets this bad rap for being just a straight brawler. And I think mm-hmm. people don't respect the actual work that he got with the pack, with the gloves, because old Pacquiao, I mean, not old, like younger Pacquiao, he had a lot of glove work and it hit you with 50 of them before you see one of them coming. And I don't think yeah. people understand that's a lot of gym work. That's gym mm-hmm. work. So you a brawler that puts work in the gym, but also you don't got a problem if we got to get down and get in the corner, get some work in there. However it come, you ready for it. You willing to get into that and it don't matter to you how the fight go. Straight up. Cause I'm learning every day, you know. So we 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 training for everything that we gotta deal with in the ring, you know. So whether it's brawling, fighting, boxing, whatever, you know, we're working on every aspect of the game. So what's your because it's a science. Okay. So what's what would you say your biggest strength as a fighter and your biggest weakness as a fighter at this point in your in your career? At this point, my biggest strength would be my heart, my toughness, my heart, my toughness. Mm-hmm. My biggest weakness would be my jab. I don't believe I use my jab, but like my coach tell me I got a great jab, but I don't use my jab enough. But it's coming. You got so that's what I'm looking for down the road. Then I'm yep. gonna be watching your yeah. fights, and I'm looking for nothing but jabs. That's yeah, all okay, I'm looking okay. at, and I'm gonna critique nothing but jab work. They're gonna be like. TJ just knocked the motherfucker out. What you talking about? Third round. <laughs> he threw three jabs. That's not enough. 
What if you know, I'm, that's why I'm on your ass now. I want to hear the biggest weakness so that I can hold because, you know, I'm the accountability partner motherfuckers don't want. So now I'm going to be checking on your jab, TJ. <laughs> okay. okay. Mike, you got something for TJ before I, before I go before I go too deep in the because I'm finna get deep into the the technical boxing bag in a minute. Uh, it feel like you stole like half of my questions. That's what it feel like. I appreciate that. That means I'm doing a good job. At, at- yeah, man. Uh, but a couple questions I have is uh, what separates you from every fighter in your division? What separates me? My work ethic. You know my. Uh, my my ability to overcome adversity, I feel, because I mean a lot of a lot of people have been handed it handed to them, you know, like yeah, it's been put on a it's been put on a silver platter for them, but you know, given a silver spoon, but I gotta work for my I gotta earn my respect. That's how I feel. Mm. So, oh, I, I can dig that. That's what's up. What's up? Um, if you could be remembered for the end of your career, what you want to be remembered as? I want to be remembered as a person who never gave up. You know what I'm saying? That's what still hungry means because I'm always still hungry for more. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I'm still hungry for success. Still hungry for more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like that. So, I mean, I, I did some boxing back in my day, back in my heyday. Oh, my, my gosh. Do you want, you got to tell, if you're going to start, since you're going to do that, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> You shouldn't have brought this up. I can take my boxing story. I'll, I'll go ahead. You're going all the way. Start surprise. from the very beginning. Don't don't jump to the gym. Yeah. Tell them how you got okay. to push into the gym. Yeah, so we had an incident at my mother's house where someone came into my house and, and ran through my front door. Uh, <laughs> they got wait, 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 they ran through my- wait, 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 no. They physically ran through the front door. Yeah, they, you know, our door, some, you know, some front door, they got like the glass door. And I guess the windows was real clean that day. He stole some chips and ran through the glass door, broken and all. So me, you know, I'm young. I lied to my mom about how it happened. And she thought, you know, that he got to fighting. So she put me in boxing. So, you know. His mom put him in boxing because she didn't think he could defend himself. Somebody just robbed the house of some chips. What's next? They gonna come take the VCR next. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know, I end up I am doing my boxing and stuff, but I end up actually enjoying boxing. This was like around probably around like ninth grade, I think. Like ninth or tenth. But I end up enjoying boxing. And uh I only did like one round of really boxing, actually hitting somebody. So it was it was actually pretty fun, but I found myself to like actually Where like you going with and, this? Where you going with huh? this? I actually want to find out, like, what's your favorite? I guess either combination that you like when you're when you're boxing, like, what's your? I ain't gonna say maybe a go-to, but like, what's the combo that you really like? You know, that's like either gonna knock somebody out, or you know, you you worked on that so much that it's kind of like it's like, it's so second nature. You know, it, it, you gotta keep it simple. One, two, three. Hey, yeah. that's the jab, right hand, left foot. That's Ooh, okay. basic for real. Right yeah, at the okay. basics, man. If, the, the, just tie your shoe, man. That's what I call it. Tying your shoe. You're doing the basics. <laughs> let me okay, let me ask you a question, TJ. Let me see. What, let me see. So I was watching you, the fight before this fight you got coming up here, man. Angel Barrientes, man. Mm-hmm. If people didn't know about you, if your friends in Tuskegee didn't know about you, your friends in the hood didn't know about you. They found out about you in this fight right here, in my opinion. Yes, Not sir. only did it make it to ESPN Top 10, but it really was a masterful knockout. Mm-hmm. I need you to take – and that guy was – he was a lot bigger than you. Like, I looked at his card. He, they say they say like 5'11". I, I, either you really short and they lying on your card. Somebody lying on the card. We ain't going to talk about that. Somebody <laughs> lying on the cards. <laughs> But he was a lot bigger than you. Take me through that fight. And did you think one you was gonna knock him out? And did and do you actually remember the moment when you were like, "Oh shit, I got him." Yeah, well, you know, uh, he started off pretty fast, you know, and it's boxing, you know what I'm saying? So fatigue does play uh, a factor. So he started off first and second round pretty fast, you know, moving around pretty good, but he started slowing. Down, 
Um, and I, I was catching them with right hooks to the body the whole night. You know, I was I was catching them to the body the whole night. And it's just in the fourth round, I caught him. And my coach, going into going into the fourth round, my coach told me, well, going into the third round, TJ, he was like, TJ, it's a mar- it's a uh it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's all he kept telling me. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I'm saying? It's a marathon, not a sprint. And you know, he, it was pretty frustrating because you know he kept moving around the ring. Uh, but I felt, man, I felt the presence, the presence of my mom on my shoulder, telling me, man, don't give up, don't give up. You got this, you got this. You know, so this on the fourth round, you see, I was amped up. You know, I was I was moving better. I got my, you know, I got my feet wet. So, and, and the, the, that's, that's, that's the history. He, said, well, he, he just made a mistake, left the ribs open. You ate the ribs up. Did you, did you see him for like any fatigue coming from him? Did you see it? He was slowing down. You can tell yeah. he was slowing down. Okay. So it's like the guy, it's, Mike, you, you know, you in the military. It's like the guy, you start the PT test off on the two mile run. And he take off sprinting. <laughs> and then that second that second lap he holding his hips. That's what it was like. I need to, yep. I need I don't see that's the problem with me. I don't think I could ever get to that part of the fight where I could watch somebody like, all right, here here's my opportunity. Cause I think I'll be that guy who's going like on the decline, like and somebody looking at me like I'm finna take him out. That that's where I feel like I'll be at. But speaking of the corners, I, I definitely want to ask you this. Cause I always pay attention to what they say in the corner. Do y'all actually listen to what they be talking about in the corner? <laughs> yeah, we listen. Do you? Yeah, we listen. I just feel like every time I every time I watch a boxing match about the eighth round, I feel like ain't nobody listening. He just really coming. <laughs> I'm trying to get a break. <laughs> so y'all really just listen? Yeah, it depends on who you watching too. You know, so watch the top tier athletes and you will see like everything, every second counts. You know, so. So so y'all okay, so they really, really it's not just it's not just for show. Y'all really yeah. listening. Okay. And come on, I didn't jump. I got a question. Here we go. Yeah, that, thank you, because I gotta delete some shit. Okay, I know you're you know, you've been like you said, you put the work in, you've been always training stuff. How do you feel like people like uh Jake Paul, you know, just kind of like kind of like a celebrity and now into boxing? How do you feel like people like that who just kind of can just burst on the scene? And I don't know if he's putting the work in or not, but how do you feel about, I guess, celebrities? Or people kind of like Lamar Odom nowadays. He's about to box in this summer. Like, how do you feel about people like that who just think they can just, you know, hop in the game and think it's kind of easy? I mean, you can't play boxing at the end of the day, you know. It's a brutal sport. It's the sport of warriors. And, like... Their time will come, you know, like if if they fight somebody who has some experience, who has some skill, they will see what it's like. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, it's it's just like you you really putting two people on the streets. You know what I'm saying? You put two people, you put boxing gloves on two people in the street, what's gonna happen? You know, you just you never know. Yeah, but really, I just think you like put that. somebody I don't know. you you put somebody with some skill, dang. Put somebody with some skill and let's see what happens. All right, let me let me lighten it up, man. We finna go, we finna, we finna bring it down, we finna wind it down. I finna this when I go crazy, I'm finna jump all over the place, and you're not gonna know where I'm coming from here. You're gonna be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I'm gonna start close. Spencer Jones, I don't know if you know him. He's a Ohio, uh, Oklahoma Sooner, wide receiver, right? He just got his ass kicked by a small MMA fighter. In a bar, right? I need you. You gonna have to look it up after probably this show. But look, make sure you look up Spencer Jones. So he got beat. So he's in a bar, and it, this fits perfectly for you because you're a smaller, shorter guy, right? And he was in a bar, and he was fucking with this dude. He was a smaller guy, and he's talking shit to him. You know, big football player. And this MMA guy jumps on him and immediately puts him in some rear naked chokes and beats the shit out of him. And now this guy. Football player is getting eye surgery, you know, because he didn't fuck dude up in the bar. Have you ever been in a situation where because you are a smaller guy, people just be trying you and they be talking shit to you? 
Plenty of in, times. In public man. places. Plenty of How times. How you handle that? Hey. And are y'all hands really certified, like registered as, as deadly weapons, or is that like a? Myth? I mean, it's a deadly weapon, but I mean, that's a okay. self defense. You can do anything. With self defense, okay. you can defend yourself. So you, you just know. can't go out on the attack. Nah, you can't never. You can't do that. Okay, but so when people be trying you, do you really be? Do you want to break them off, or do you say to yourself, "I will fuck this dude up. I'm gonna spare well, him." Well, lately. Uh, it hasn't happened to me lately, you know. Uh, but back in the day, like back in high school, back in college, like it's been times when people try you because you, your size, and they they're quick to find out. Hey, the dude ain't no joke. Say so, that. Cam Newton football camp. <clears throat> I know you saw that, right? Little nah, kid talking. You ain't. You've been training, so I'm. A, I'm gonna let you off the hook. So Cam Newton, this just came out yesterday, so yeah, you probably get a pass. Cam Newton had a football camp. It was a kid at his camp talking shit to him, pretty much told him he was sorry, he's a free agent, he was a bum. Have you had anybody come into your gym that you work out at talking shit and you had to put the gloves on and show them that this boxing? Never. Never? Never. So nobody comes into the boxing gyms not humble. They come into the gym and they're a little – they more more than time more time than not they humble. Yeah, more than time more times now because you know I I feel like I've earned my respect around here, you know. So it's never like that, you know. Okay. What was your moment? What or, or did you did you have a moment where you was like fuck this boxing shit, man? Where because I I'll give you my I played football all the way up until like early high school and. I got blindsided, and I, I, I feel, I'm sure it was a concussion back then. I'm sure that, you know, they just say, get up. You know, you got a hair ring, and they took you home. But I start bleeding out of my ear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck this football shit. And from that day, I started playing basketball. Never picked up a, <laughs> never picked up a football again. Was there ever a moment coming into this boxing, especially late, where you was just like, fuck this shit. Never mind. This ain't it. <laughs> Nah, it's never been a moment when I've been like that, you know, because, you know, I feel like the tough times are the hard, the tough times are what make you, you know what I'm saying? Without them tough times, you wouldn't be where you at now. So I feel like, you know, overcoming that obstacle is always obstacles, it's always levels, you know? And I just feel like you overcome that and it, that's what's going to get you better. Have you ever been knocked out in a sparring session? Nah, I've never been knocked out. Have you ever been knocked down in a sparring session? Never been knocked down. Have you ever been knocked down in your career? Never been knocked down. God. He ain't touched the mat. He don't even yeah. know what that feel like, man. <laughs> I'm trying to... Like, <laughs> he don't know what it feel like at all. He don't know what it feel like, man. Do you... Do like you... It. Do you tend to overdo it in sparring sessions? Or are you the one that they have to say, hey, chill out? Nah, I really, it's, I go based off uh, my sparring partner, for real, for real, you know. Like, if he want to go hard, I go hard. And, and and if he go light, I go light. Okay. But if it's like, if I got a fight coming up, I'm going I'm to push the pace, you know. But it just all shape. depends on my sparring partner. You know, sometimes if if things are rough on his end, I start taking the light, but I start working with him. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see what we got. I got to ask you a real question for you now. How do you feel about all the divisions in boxing? I think it's bullshit. I think, you know, because you are a Bantam, right? Yeah, Super Bantam. So, yeah, super, super Bantam. And in your weight division, it's probably six belts, five belts. How many belts is in your division? It's about five, four or five. How do you feel about the multiple belts in each division? And do you feel like let me let me rephrase that. Do you feel that all of the belts in each division, one, allows you to really see the best talent? And then two, do you think that it allowed like do people duck because of it and like jump around and pick their opponents and things of that sort? Yeah. I think the what the w, the WBC might be the best belt to, to have, if I'm not I'm, mistaken. I think so. That's why I say it's be so confusing to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. But the WBC sounds I mean, like... Back, back, it, in the, go ahead. back in the day, you know, it was only one belt per division. So in order to get the belt, you got to beat the best. But now it's like, you know, you... Everybody is like... People always want to keep that oh, You know, people mm-hmm. want to stay undefeated. So they try to pick their fights smart. I mean, it's not a bad... It's, it's a business too, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't... You, you can't fault them because... As soon as that O is gone, not everybody turn their head. You know, it's a it's a tough sport, man. Like, you know, and only a few that had losses, like Manny Pacquiao or Roberto Duran, they still legends. But uh I just feel like back in the days it was one belt. So the best had to fight the best. You had no choice. If you wanted that belt, you gotta go take that belt. And so it wasn't it, it wasn't shit to see a loss on the way there if you fighting all the best talent. Yep. What do you yep. think? Is it? Do you think there's a remedy outside? I mean, obviously we can just drop all the belts and go back to the one belt, you know, structure. But what do you? What would you envision like the best case scenario? Because obviously the business then took over, like you said, right? And there's too much money involved to strip it back down to one belt. Do you? Do you have? Have you been sitting around? I'm sure y'all talk about this all the time. Have y'all thought about or talked about like a what y'all view is probably a better way to do it? You know, uh, there are a few people who try to unify the division. So unifying is like when one person got all the belts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think that what Deontay Wilder tried to do because I think he had a belt and Anthony Joshua had a belt. I think and probably Fury somebody didn't, else. Yeah, didn't Fury come in? in, in well, no. Yep. Because Joshua was still. No, he yeah. lost. To, um, but he came back and won, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony Joshua and. Uh, Deontay Wilder had the belt, and he was trying to unify. unify but, uh, but so when you unify the belt, does it? It can still be broken, like it can still be split, right? So if you got the WBO, the WBC, and whatever all of them, and you unify them, I could still like can will. I'm gonna fight you just for this belt, right? Or no, it's it can't be like that. Yeah, it can't be like that. But you know. If I beat you and you got all the belts, I want all the belts. That's how, I, you know, that's yeah. how it is. Mm-hmm. So you don't think it'd be a case where it ain't that bad where somebody have all the belts and fight for one belt? <laughs> I mean, it can happen. <laughs> Look, he like, shit, I don't know. The, the way these motherfuckers go, I wouldn't put shit past <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got one more question as far as from my end. I didn't, I didn't, and this is build your perfect boxer. So I want to, we're going to go from top to bottom, brain to feet. So let's start at the top, and we're going to build this boxer, starting with the brain. And it could be any boxer from, I mean, Jack Johnson all the way up to, hell, whoever fighting today. Man, uh, IQ, I would have to go with Floyd, man. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's a, a, a easy one. Man, the IQ I would have to go with Floyd. Um, what the the jab? The chin next. We gotta go chin. The next. Chin. Hmm. Somebody like Jack Dempsey, Jack Jake Jake Lamada. You know. Oh yeah, I like that. Had a hell of a chin. Yeah. That motherfucker took some bones. Had a hell of a chin. Arturo Gotti. He might have had. Arturo the... Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> he might have had, the... but he just wasn't. He didn't. I didn't like him. He didn't win enough for me. He just going there and just get his ass beat for fun. Um, Man, he get knocked down. They just turn him up. Like, you know, once he see blood, he trying to go in. Look, he the exact opposite of you. You ain't trying to hit the mat. He need to hit it to get it going. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> um, so now we going to the jab. Okay. Do you, I don't know, is it, yeah, let's go to the jab. Jab. All right. Uh, Winky Wright. Ooh. He might have, like, one of the best jabs. It's technical. You know what I'm saying? He shoot it from right here. Boom. So he Winky might Wright. have the best jab. What about the straight? The straight? Mm. Straight right hand. Mm. Ain't nobody I can really think of at the top of my head. Probably the pool counter from Floyd. Pull counter, boom. You know, when he always duck back and throw the two. What about the sinister cross? 
Mm, who is that? I don't know Floyd. who that is. I mean, not Floyd. Roy. Roy? You know, he... Yeah. He just had a lot I, of flair like, with his. I just liked his. It was a lot of flair with it. Man, his <laughs> left hook, man, more so, you know. Oh, yeah, that was serious, though. Yeah. He put that on. He left hook, I'll take that. So you go ahead, you go ahead and give him Roy the left hook? Yes. So right hook. The no look hook. Boom. So we going right hook. Who we got right hook? Right hook. Who would I go with right hook? That's a rare punch to be thrown. Floyd Mayweather got a good ass right hook. Floyd. So Floyd. I probably would take his right hook. But okay. he, it ain't no power on it, but he's sharp. Okay. And let's so we gonna we gonna combine both uppercuts. So just who who which uppercut would you take? Who had a good ass uppercut? I like um Sugar Ray Leonard uppercut. He was off the chain. I like him. Yeah. I can take that one. And now body work. And when I say body work, let's 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 go with offensive and defensive. So who who right. who have you seen who deliver the best body work? And also who can take some of you seen that has some of the best core work as far as defensive? Man, uh Roberto Duran. Which one is that? The giving it or the taking it? Both. For real, for real. Roberto Duran was offensively with the body and defensively. Like, What's the guy who just got into the car accident? I really like his body work. What's his name? Uh, Errol Spence, yeah. Errol Spence, true, I man. really like his body work. I watch He's one him. of my favorite fighters right Ooh, now. I watch him chop some shit down. Yeah. And for him not yeah. to be a small fighter or a shorter fighter, he still bring that body work, and it is impressive to watch him. Yeah. Especially because yeah. because he's not short, he gotta it just it the angles. I'm sure am I am I am I looking at it the right way? The angles he gotta yeah. throw his it's it's weird, but it's so crisp, it's so effective, and man, he chops some shit down. Yeah, I like, like Spence. If I, I had to give him one, I'd give it to Spence. Yeah, his last fight he fought on Danny Garcia. He, remind, he I seen glimpses of Floyd in there. Believe it or not, I seen some Floyd in him. Okay, and. What's the last? Oh, feet. Feet, man. I had to go with Lomachenko, man. Ooh, Dayton not going to like that one, uh, Mike. <laughs> Dayton not going to. Lomo, my guy, man. Lomo, my guy. Hey. <laughs> I hate, because he just lost the, um, what's uh, the, the Hispanic guy name? Lopez. Lopez. TM, yeah, uh, Tiafimo. Um, Because mm-hmm. so that they unified, too, over there. What what division is that? That's uh, lightweight. And they unified over there now, right? Yep. So if we keep so see that going back to the question we asked, Lopez next fight, he should be if he lose, he should hand them all over to the next one, right? And hopefully yep. it'll stay right. like that and that division will get to cracking. Yep. Okay. But sometimes, you know, what happens is, you know, you gotta pay sanctioning fees for every belt you got. You gotta pay a fee. Mm. So sometimes they drop the belt. So this so the belt becomes vacant. Oh, like property You own a house. Yeah. You you still got to pay them taxes on there. Yeah, yeah you got to ah. pay them taxes. And if you not a, if if you don't if you ain't got that bag like that, if your money ain't flowing like that, you like man, you know. Yeah, go. I don't okay. need this belt. Especially, <laughs> <when, laughs> especially when it's one of them bullshit ones. Um, we got that. We got that. It's in the corner. Let's talk about your fight this weekend, and then I we okay. gonna let you, Mike. Hold on, you got anything before we? Because we gonna yeah, I, wanna, I got you. Yeah, man. go ahead. Um, cause we gonna close out on the fight this week. All right, bet. Uh, you know, what's your top boxing movie, man? My top boxing movie. Yeah, I like Muhammad Ali. Okay, Ali. Will, which yeah. one? Let me ask you this one. Which one had the best fight scenes in it? Like where you looked at it, like this is really good cinema. Like it's really good. Like, cause you go look at like, it's, go ahead. Man, it gotta be between man. Mm. Ali and Creed, but uh, Creed man, was really. I don't good. know. Creed was. Ali, really good. Hands of Stone. 
was a good one. Um, and y'all caught me on guard with that one. Uh, he fucked what's me the up name with that one. Huh? He fucked me up with that one too. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Look at that. Um, who was that? The lady boxing? I forgot. Uh, you talk about um, me and all the baby. Yeah, that was a yeah. Oh, yeah, that like, was cool. Yeah, it was kind of sad too. That's the one with yeah. uh, what's his name in it, uh, right? No, that's the wrong one. Let me just get out of that one. And Southpaw too. Southpaw was the yeah. Southpaw was crazy. Tough, yeah. 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 yeah I think mine was uh, uh, Cinderella, Cinderella Man. My favorite shit is Rocky, mm. but it's not the most real. Rocky ain't the most realistic. You. <laughs> After about Rocky through you like, bro, this guy gotta be dead by now. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, come on, man. He, Ivan Drago, huh? Yeah, Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed, and you telling me that he survived this? No, man. Man, he took a lot of punishment. Yeah, man. <laughs> see, Rocky, see, Rocky is who I think that's what fucked it up for like the the nineteen nineties, bro. When people just he glorified going there, getting your face beat in, and that was not the move. <laughs> Sylvester yeah. Stallone was not a real boxer. People really, he got a real statue in Philadelphia. People think he's real. He didn't yeah, fuck the yeah. game up. <laughs> Let's get All to right, this. Bro. Oh, you got you got one more? Uh, last one, man. Uh, I'm on this journey of getting waves. Oh, like you got Durag on. Uh, can you give me some pointers of getting waves, man? I'm out here on a journey. It's a little struggle for me, but you know, I need some pointers, bro. Yeah, brush your hair. <laughs> brush your fucking hair, man. What do you mean? Okay. You can't right, walk around right, with right. your shit like this if you want some fucking your waves, okay? I, I, I ain't know if he had something he was, you know, the double do-rag. I ain't know if he was pulling nah. something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got I ain't no do-rag on that, though. Just hard oh, okay, work, bro. Okay. Just hard okay. work. Okay. All right, so yeah. TJ, we going to get you out with this one right here, man. Again, I appreciate you pulling up on us, man. I appreciate, appreciate your time. You, you got to fight this weekend, man. February 27, man. Let's talk about it. Your opponent, like I said earlier, and I got to get back to it. God damn it. Don't you hate when you ain't got your shit ready when you need it? I got you now. You got Brandel Graham this weekend. So I'm going to ask you two. Well, I'm going to ask you one. Do you, what do you, do y'all like when you get a fighter, a, a fight? Obviously, most of the times you don't know these people, right? Mm-hmm. What do you gotta do to mentally prepare? Because I know it, for me, it just couldn't be just a fight. Like I can't just. It, I feel like you'd be crazy if it's just like, oh yeah, you know, we gotta fight. You know, let's just go do it. Like, is it is it some type of like I gotta get angry with this guy? I gotta find a reason not to like this guy, or do you just no, kind of really that, approach it? No, like, that's it. You don't want to be emotional. You know, you don't want to be emotional about it. It's just I feel like he's just another, you know, stepping stone into my journey, you know? So in order to get to where I want to be, this my next obstacle. Okay. See, I get knocked out because I, I, every fight I'm in here, <laughs> uh, I got pictures on my wall. Oh, <laughs> fuck you up. I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, Ken. You look like, you know, when y'all get to the little the showroom, you look like you be trying to beef with them when y'all be... Yeah, that, I'm going to do some <laughs> shit like, I'm going to slap you, I'm going to spit at you, I'm going to do all type of shit <laughs> at the weigh-in. For no reason, I'm, I'm gonna get back to the room. I'm not gonna have a. Why you do that? I don't know. Uh, I'm just. I was just. I thought that was all. You know, show. But like you say, it do make sense going to another obstacle. It's just a business trip. Yep. So when you break down the opponent, do you look at his film before you accept the fight, or is it just like you know whoever it is? Then we go and start breaking down film. Usually that's what you do, you know what I'm saying? If sometimes if you can't find film on your opponent, you usually wouldn't accept it. But you know, we don't have film on him. We just know he come in the box, you know. That's all we know about him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like amateur boxing, you know, like in amateur, you don't really know who you're fighting until you get there. So you ain't got time to prepare. You know, you just gotta think on the fly. Skill on skill. Whatever your best yeah. attribute, whatever versus their best attribute, and hopefully your shit come out on top. Yep. For sure. I like that. I don't want a box, bro. I need some. <laughs> uh-uh. Hell no, bro. Is Ooh, it- man, hey, come on. You and me, we can do like a little, you know what I'm saying? We can spar real quick. 
<laughs> no, bro. It's see, you you almost, and I know I can probably beat you up. It's not even nah, a, it's not even a that. doubt like, in my you, mind that I beat you up. But no, nah. I've seen wild shit happen, bro. He gone. See, see, he gone. He knew what was gonna go down, man. Nah, Are I'm you still back? here. You back? No, I'm back. Hey, don't worry. We can box. Actually, you know what? You know what? Hey, TJ, your next fight. Me and Mike fighting on the undercard on YouTube live, motherfucker. <laughs> now, you done messed up. Now, you got to get in shape. You know that, Mike? Now, you going to be having the one. You going to put my pictures on the wall, and you going to have to get upset with me because you know how I operate. I'm more like <laughs> TJ. It's just going to be a business trip for me because I'm not finna get knocked out on the internet. That's the all I need. That's the only motivation I need. I ain't finna get knocked out on the internet, okay? So you can get this work. But you don't want these problems. Look, we got we not talking about you. T, uh, what is? I need to know your your prediction for the fight. Tell me what's gonna go down and how you plan to end it. No, we already know you're going for the W. Yeah, of course, of course. You know we just gonna fill him out and see what he see what his power talking about. You know, and then after that, it's just it's on. It's whatever. And looking at the tape, what is what what type of fighter is he? Is he a is he a power? Is he a, is he more of a technical fighter? What what y'all what's your team seeing from the tape, man? Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna keep all. You gonna keep it on the hush? You don't want to get look. Yeah. He, he might catch the podcast before we before the fight and and, and flip the script on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. can't we can't do that. Well, I ain't got nothing else, bro. I really don't got nothing else. I think we done dug deep. Let me see if I got any fun facts or I'm checking. I'm fact checking your your boxing record right now. And I'm trying to see, because they say you five, nine and a half. I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't believe him. Um, yeah, I just don't believe him. And I'm looking at, this is another thing I was looking at. So this Isaiah Benton Florence, does it bother you when your opponents, after you beat them, they still continue to lose? He's 0-4. Oh, yeah. It bothers yeah. you? <laughs> okay. Because I'm looking like, this bothers me. Like, I wouldn't want yeah, this man. guy on my... Like when y'all picked him up, was it like he looked solid, and then like he mm-hmm. got there and it's like, oh yeah, this guy's not it. Yeah, that's the case. <laughs> like, dang! It's like, <laughs> it's like expecting to fight a song, man. What's up, <laughs> Mike? I'm looking at his shit. I'm just like the other the dude he fought right after the dude was undefeated, and then this other guy was just like, damn, and he still just he's not getting mm-hmm. any better. He's going oh, through a rut, man. Yeah, his career is just, bruh, he hadn't fought since you beat him up. <laughs> he hadn't fought been, since you beat him up. He ain't been the same since, man. Mike, he hasn't fought. Look at the last name. He hasn't fought. <laughs> we looking at this. He knocked him out of his career, Well, man. that's fair. That's, you good now. You good. Because now... You can say, well, don't worry about it. I ended his career. I made this guy never. He If he come on my podcast and I say, what was your fuck boxing moment? That day I fought Trayvon yeah. Lawson. That would be it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TJ, man, I appreciate it, man. I thank you, man. Good luck this weekend. We already talked about it. If you got the extra tickets, holler at me. Y'all promoters need to stop playing too, man. And, and, Straight up. Yeah, y'all stop playing. There's enough money to go around. Open up the tickets, man. Stop playing with us. But shout out to my boy TJ. February 20. Let me make sure I got the date. February 27, man. The day before. Is this a leap year? Hmm. Nah. Last year was a leap year. I don't okay. think so. Okay. So it's the day before the last day of the month. February 27 in Atlanta. It's in Buckhead off Beaufort Highway. I don't have the address off the top of my head. I saw it earlier. But it's in Atlanta, in Buckhead. It's not way, way out there like, you know, a lot of some – boy, I be going to some of my dog, my cousin. He a, he an agent, man, and, man, he an agent. And, 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 Lord, he be having some fights in Atlanta, and them things be deep into some – I be like, bro, where we, where we at? They be fighting <laughs> in, in high school gym sometime, man, deep out in, in Tallapoosa County and shit. But – Good luck this weekend, man. We know you're going to come out with the W. I really need you to put him on ESPN, too. You know what I mean? Yes, I need to 
continuously see you on the ESPN, man. I'm gonna roll the credits back. I'm gonna trust me when when this podcast drop, the world go. If they miss the knockout, I'm running it back twenty times. <laughs> and I need you to keep supplying me the knockouts. I need. Oh, who is your promotion team? Shout out, dude, shout out your promotion team if you got one or you Mayweather. Well, I I have a management management team, MG Management, but <coughs> we're working on a hey, we're working on promotion. So, you know. Big news to, in the making. I might yeah. have to. I might have to tap you in with my cousin, man. I might have to tap you in with my cousin. We gonna talk about that. I've been. I've been sending them your shit over the last few years. Like keep my eye, keep your eye on my guy. But now I think. I think we gonna have to make some shake because we gotta get my. We gotta get you fucking on ESPN every week. I need you win. You yeah, know the Wednesday fight. We need you there, bro. And we gonna we gonna work hard, and I'm gonna support you, bro. And like I said, we gonna we gonna get some backstage access. We gonna we gonna get we gonna get deep in the in the in the gutter with the gutter. You know what I mean? And so, bro, take it easy, man. I know you got a long drive. I know you've been training. I know you're tired, bro. I appreciate it. Take it easy, Thank you. bro. Peace. And for has been well, not the has been, and for Wild Card Sports and the has been's podcast, your boy Cam Will, the best stat man in the game, and TJ Lawson. We signed. Whoa, Mike, you hit it. Yes, Next sir. Next week, I was supposed to have, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be on next week. Okay. All right. All right. My guests backed out on me. Okay. They yeah. pushed them to, no, nah, we got, they didn't back out like completely. They just like, I'm busy. We're going to push him to March like 17th or some shit like that. All right, okay. So Moving around. Yeah, Moving man. around. What's new? What's what's anything with you, man, before we get out of here? I see you on your wave journey. Um you well, wave about journey, boxing. man. Uh I'm doing vlog three later on, probably tomorrow. Uh this is not gonna be a good episode. You've been recording you ain't sent me no episodes, bro. Yeah, I'm just trying to build I'm just trying oh, to build. Oh, you haven't you haven't released nothing yet. Yeah, it's all, it's all unreleased. Okay, it's this, all is all nothing, <laughs> this is nothing but personal vlogging. Just the clip where I'm going through and my and what's this transition, man? Because it's tough, man. You know what I'm saying? So, episode three. Okay, I'm, well, I'm be yeah, myself. Yeah, man. I'm a, I gotta look, man. I need some help, bro. I need somebody okay. to help me out, man. My my shit is, my, you know what I mean. This this is it's, it's ugly out off, here. Man. Hold on, I can't hear you. Hold on, you said what? Take that cap off, man. No, <laughs> it's terrible under there, man. And and yeah. it's been a rough season, man. I'm about to pop back out, man. I'm about to get my sexy okay. back, man. I'm about to become a sex symbol <clears throat> again, man. Um, the sun's starting to come out, man. The heat yeah, starting to, you know come, what I'm saying? Sun coming. Hey. Yeah, but um, it is definitely coming out. I took the dog out today, and I went out with a coat on, and I took it off. Like it's. Hey, starting to get warm, man. Starting to get warm, man. So, you know, tap in, man. We about to do some. No, we're not about to do anything yet. I want to see your journey. Okay. Yeah, man. You send me some clips. I'm going to send you my hair journey, too, because I'm going to walk into some salon and just say, fuck with me. Hey, just do do what you got to do. I'm coming back with braids, man. I think I'm going braids. Okay. Going okay. great. I, I gotta got, see that, man. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be different. Kev, I ain't Kev seen that putting before, pressure man. on me to release some content. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, but he, this guy. He released his five goddamn players of the week. What should I do? I'm hella opinionated. Right. I got a lot of opinion. I, mean, I need to give me like a. I need to, yeah, I need to release some more content, man. People have actually been telling me I need to do some, you know, some lists and some top five, yeah, top ten. You know what I'm going to do? I know what's coming out because I've been pissing a lot of people off with with my comparisons and my trajectories on NBA players. They pissed off this week because I told them that Joel Embiid, if we was drafting a team in 2021, I would want Joel Embiid and not Shaquille O'Neal. Pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. I can see that, man. You yeah, gotta, man. You should definitely talk about that, man. Break that down, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get deep in my bag. Cause see, the, this podcast, I don't like to get real analytical and numbers. and do, 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 do. 
I don't want to get into the yeah the nitty gritty man. yeah that's not what this is for but I'm finna get into the nitty gritty I think people don't think I got that so I'm gonna get yeah. that and stat man tighten up next week man we gonna um we gonna need y'all did good week. today man the stats we ain't get too many stats well yeah we didn't you know this wasn't a stat week this is the interview week man but next yeah, week yeah, stat yeah. week man we gonna have some shit to go um a lot to talk about, man. It's a lot that we missed this week, but we're going to get into it. Wizards and Lakers yeah. about to come on NBA TV. The Wizards are trash. Um, It's National Margarita Day, man. I know you probably didn't have a margarita, but it's National Margarita Day, and I have one. Today? That's yeah, why today. That's why you was late. Yeah. That's why I don't – yeah. You should have just told me that probably – well, I guess you did, Tim. You shouldn't have told me that earlier. You told me at the right time. Yeah, yeah, that's the right time. Yes, whatever it be, man. Has been's podcast episode six seven six seven six seven. It's your boy Cam Will, Big Mike Reddick. We're out. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm the CEO. I'm the CEO. This is how I go. This is how I go. And it's about to grow, and it's about to grow, and it's about to grow, and it's about to grow. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show.